1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Guest episode number 38. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Sitting across the table from me, as always, is the doctor of filminomics. Filminomics? Film, I can't... T- filminomics? Ah, we've already... It's gonna be a good one. Yes, it is. Greg, the movie guy.
0: I have a stud finder, Hello. and I'm pointing it at myself, and it's not, not working. Not
2: registering at all. <laughs> no,
0: I think it's working perfectly fine. Thank you, Patrick. That's very nice. <laughs>
1: Sitting to What's my right, up? as always, is... The doctor of everything else, Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? And because I haven't thought of a really clever nickname to the person to my left, it's Maddie.
3: Stop <laughs> <Sup>, sluts. <laughs>
1: Alright. <laughs> we got uh, should I acknowledge the fact that she's called everybody sluts? Yeah, should we, should we take a moment no, for just that? Just, just that keep was, going. That was a about
0: okay. shot. beer out my nose. That was oh, yeah, fantastic. That awesome. Thank you for that. <laughs>
1: All right. We got a full <laughs> house tonight. Uh, so let's just kick it off with some news. Everybody but Greg's got it. Fail. Maddie, why don't you start wow. with it?
3: Um, mine isn't anything huge, but apparently they <laughs> are. Neither's <Greg>,
0: said.
4: <laughs> hey,
3: apparently they are remaking Pet Cemetery. I did not know oh, that. Yes. but they just cast Zelda. Uh, they cast newcomer Alyssa Levine. Um, they're kind of taking the character in the new direction. It looks like because she's only thirteen. Yeah.
1: Wow. Which is weird.
3: interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She that was, was pretty the, much it. She was the scariest part of that movie. Oh, yeah. She haunted me as a kid when I saw that movie. She haunted me for a long time. She was the scariest part of that movie.
3: Yeah. That was actually the only part of that movie I remembered for a while. I just had that scene of her in her bed in mm-hmm. my head for a really long time. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what movie is that? Yeah. And I rewatched Pet Cemetery, and was like, Yeah. Oh. She was
2: to Pet Cemetery with the woman in the bathtub was The Shining. Yeah. 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 Ooh.
1: They also cast John Lithgow as uh, Fred Gwynn's part. Which, really? Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. That's so, a, that's
2: an excellent choice, yeah. I think. So yeah. they're
1: bringing in some, some really good uh, people casting that movie. So I know they started filming already. So
3: Yeah, I, I thought it said early, like April ish 2019, possibly. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. possibly, they're, yeah, they're so. into
1: it. So
2: Awesome. Yeah. Anything Stephen King has long. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I mean, I mean, there's some Stephen King crap speakers, out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, Greg,
0: you didn't have anything, right? I was not able to get anything for this time around, but I will come back with a vengeance next time. I could give you one of mine. That's all right. Go
2: ahead. Okay. Well, it looks like, and Josh, this is probably for you, looks like uh, Leatherface might be finding a new home. That uh, legendary entertainment and legendary pictures are in the mix to develop not only new Texas Chainsaw movies, but a television series as well. Oh, Jesus. Uh, they should just stop. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, and that's why I'm saying. There's no details at this time, but I'm curious what you think of it uh, as, as the uh, TCM as a TV series.
1: I don't, I don't see. There, it's just kind of, there, there's nothing they can do on TV that they'd want to do for that kind of. Well, if it's, ca- I mean, obviously cable. If blue, it's on cable, streaming, they can't any do of those, anything.
0: But- I mean, they can't show... I mean, it'd be like watching American Horror Story, which is graphic and gory, but it's not like... It's watered
4: down. It's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No,
0: exactly. You've still got a restraint. What if it's on a streaming service
2: like Hulu or Netflix that they're allowed to do R-rated movies regardless? If If that's what it's it's on. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I mean. If it's a
1: Netflix original, they could do anything they want to, and that might be legit.
2: I guess I meant streaming instead of cable, so yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that might be kind of interesting. Leatherface came out last year. And it was awful.
3: Oh, I forgot that movie existed. It was
1: awful, <laughs> and they've just they've kind of ran it into the ground. I know it's a name franchise, but at some point you gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. You, you just gotta let it go. Yeah. There's there's other options out there for franchises to continue. I like to see them take another crack at Nightmare on Elm Street because they can surely do better with that. Even Friday the Thirteenth, they blew that remake. So, they could do that better. But there's other options out there that they could, or, you know, start cranking out some
0: original shit because, you know (laughs) what? We deserve it. So, Hollywood's afraid of original.
1: Is that your only news, yeah. Patrick? Or you got another one? No, I got another one. Okay, but, cool. it, but if
2: you got something, go ahead. I mean, it's cool. You can go. All right. Well, if you're a fan of A Quiet Place, oh well, you just took my news story. Oh, did I? Well, <laughs> you, you go right. You go right ahead no, and it's, take it. It's a, no, it's no, okay. no, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. I really want you to announce. I mean, it. I don't
1: know what you're going to say. Well, okay. So I, mean, I, gonna say, well, so we, I was just going to be like, Oh my God, well, somebody announces. Okay. If you say it, it's not the same. Hey, there it is. So John Krasinski is making a sequel to A Quiet Place. It was already announced, so that's not news. Um, But they do have a date of May 15th, 2020 for release date. So that was really my only news and all I had to say about it. I am curious as to what they're going to do with it because John Krasinski is going to somehow be returning in some form. Um, So I'm wondering if they're also be bringing back the family that was in it. I know there's other families out there in that movie with the fires burning and everything. I'd like to see more of a prequel
4: mm-hmm.
0: to a quiet place than them to get like do the a full sequel. on how the the I think you called it the sound apocalypse. Yes, I like that. <laughs> yeah. How the sound apocalypse like occurred or yeah,
1: I just think that's the only way they can really continue with this movie is if they make a prequel. Because
3: she's it, not going to have twins, <laughs> <No. laughs> nine hundred more screaming kids. <laughs>
1: it, if they're bringing back John Krasinski, it's the only way they can really do it is with a prequel. Unless I they
0: think. go with flashbacks, but that would—I mean—that kind true, of defeats the purpose. Watch that movie? No, I mean it's yeah. I don't so, know how you would do that. Yeah, or maybe mean, maybe he comes back because he morphs into one of those creatures. After he's been eaten by them or annihilated yeah. by them. So it's like zombie. a big creature
2: with just John Krasinski's head. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly
0: that. Yeah. John
2: Krasinski <laughs> <didn't
1: watch> that. <laughs> wrote a whole background. Backstory for it. Backstory yeah. of these al- these aliens, I guess is what he call- he said. They're aliens.
0: Are they? Okay. So it's
1: a yeah. whole backstory is uh, like where they came from and why they're here. So there's a whole story before all this happened that they could really do something cool with. So we're going to to.
0: We're more than likely going to get a series out of this.
1: I hope they don't make more than two. Okay. There's really not a reason to make another one. The no, Quiet Place
2: there really I liked, isn't, but I, think, but I but, think it was just one of those things where a knee-jerk <laughs> reaction, it made a you know, butt ton of money. $325 let's throw, million. Dollars. Yep. Let's throw some more money at it and see if we can cash in on that cow again. Sure. No,
4: but
1: but he's like, got other movies lined up, at least one more movie lined up before Quiet Place 2 would be filmed anyway. So, um, yeah. Is that news? That's news. You didn't have anything to continue on with that story, Patrick?
2: No, that I was, was it. Well, that I'm was sorry, the, I took your story. No, 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 no. That's why I had a couple, was in case you know somebody somebody took mine, and and obviously one of <laughs> I mine come with take one news. new
1: story and one new story only. Homework. That's the most homework I will ever do. Good for you. Hey, let's talk about a trailer. So we watched a trailer just recently. Uh, for a movie called The Toy Box. And Patrick loved it so much, he watched, watched it twice. So, we're I, just, gonna...
2: I wanted to watch it again just because I had some questions about it. So, well, he, what just, he wanted eye- to see
0: Denise Richards again.
1: What caught your eye? The first time, Patrick, that made you want to go back and watch it a second time
2: because I wanted to see if what was affecting them had anything to do with the RV itself, or if it was something else. If they're traveling in a haunted oh, RV, haunted or if they're, or if somebody amongst them is what is the
1: the possession? Betty, the possession. you, you yeah. watched the trailer yesterday, right?
3: Mm-mm, oh, you no.
1: did? Okay, is that the trailer you watched?
3: I didn't watch it at all. Um, I just saw. Okay.
1: The the trailer I watched yesterday was it started off with a boy riding a bike mm-hmm. with a weird like skull with nails in it and he goes into what looks like that RV and then it kicks into all those clips. Okay. So there was another trailer that had a little bit more before they actually went traveling. Hmm. So I wonder if that had anything to do with what's going on in that RV.
0: I would hope so. Why would you put something in the trailer that you wouldn't put in the movie? It, people do that all the time. I know they do. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm just thinking it's the, the trailer from Breaking Bad, and it was just lonely, <laughs> and needed some people to hang out with.
3: All that meth just turned evil yeah, or something yeah, yeah, in yeah. there.
2: It's the uh, spirits of all the people who have died from the blue meth.
1: So, <laughs> what are thoughts, I guess, overall thoughts of that trailer?
3: I don't know what's happening in that trailer. Like I, There's, We watched it twice, and I have no idea what the movie's about, except right. they're out in the middle of the desert in a trailer and people are dying people are dying Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know why yeah i'm not sure what happened (laughs) it
0: it captured my my intrigue just enough to make me want to watch it i don't think i would go and see it in theaters
1: it's gonna drop vod probably i would hope so
0: i don't yeah i don't know that i could spend more than a couple bucks to even see what that's about but Even then, it's a it's a big if if I even pull the trigger on that. They got some names in it. Misha Barton, is not it?
4: And, yeah, that doesn't know,
0: mean anything. Denise
1: Richards is I, in it?
0: Ba- based on your <laughs> standard of stars in horror movies, I'm almost a little more turned off for that reason. <laughs> I, what has what Misha Barton been in before?
1: She's been in – I think she was on – there was a TV show she was on that was okay. – Denise
2: Richards is pretty popular for B movies. I wouldn't say she's been in A list movies. No.
0: Mm. You're right. Because
2: like one of the biggest ones she's popular for is probably
1: what? Starship Troopers. She was in that movie with Nev Campbell, awesome. Oh, with the in the in the pool. Yeah, in the thing in the Wild pool. Wild things. Wild Things, yeah. yeah. So I mean But that's still not an A list movie, no. I wouldn't think. Um, I d I don't know. It's Nev Campbell, I mean, she was kind of A list for a little while. Yeah. Right?
0: I guess that depends on your definition of A-list. She was A-list in the 90s. There you go. I mean, she was in Scream. Yeah. That's pretty A-list, I would
3: think. I thought this was going to be... When I just saw the title, I thought it was going to be the Toy Box Murders, that serial killer. Oh, gotcha. So that's kind of what I thought. So when then
1: the trailer rolls up, I was like, what? The title's a little weird. Uh, The Toy Box in the whole thing is in the RV, and I didn't see one Toy Box, so... Maybe I missed it, but the title's a little I
0: wonder if the off-putting. RV is the toy box for something bigger. Maybe.
1: Oh, for the foreshadowing.
2: I just drunk. see the RV as
1: one big toy
4: box,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Misha Barton was famous for the OC. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was yeah. in Sixth Sense and Notting Hill.
1: She's been a it. couple of things. Okay. Um, so overall, the trailer, anybody really going to see that? Anybody interested? Probably that, not. Do we pick it's another? A, it's
2: a rental. It's a yeah. it,
1: If it, if it comes up on Netflix, I'll
2: catch yeah. it there. Do
1: we pick another dud? Awesome.
2: Cool. I don't know that we necessarily picked a dud. I mean, it looks like it's probably got some pretty cool effects and kills and stuff like that. But yeah. it's, but like Maddie said, there's just not enough there to tell me what the story is to, yeah. to say what's so interesting about it. Would
0: you call that more of a teaser than a trailer?
3: Uh, Yeah, I guess probably
2: it was pretty short, too. Mm -hmm.
3: I don't know. We watched it twice. You (laughs) prolonged the
4: suffering.
1: (laughs) I apologize. Cool. Well, then
0: should we move on and talk about what we've been watching? Let's kick it.
1: Let's do what we've been watching. Greg, what have you been watching?
0: Well, I have a gigantic, humongous, titantic list of movies that I have been watching, but I'm going to limit it to one. Cool. And it was a rediscovery. I watched a movie this week that came out a while back. I can't remember the year, so we're going to just say a while back because I don't want to exclaim how old I am. And it was a uh, it was an action movie that I had completely forgotten about. Last Action Hero? Negative. Yeah. Because this was was really, really good. <laughs> it was Gone
2: in 60 Seconds.
0: I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen – you should watch it.
2: I have never seen any of
0: those movies. Mm-mm. There's only one.
2: Isn't there like, – oh, You're I'm, thinking, I'm Fast thinking Fast and, Fast Fast and, furious. and <laughs>
0: furious. Yeah. No, Gone in 60 Seconds was – I. Awesome. Just fantastic movie. Great movie. All Nick around. Cage. Nicholas Cage in one of his better roles, I feel. Gone in 60 seconds. Cool.
1: That was over in 60 seconds. All right. Patrick, what have you been watching? <laughs>
2: Much like a lot of things in Greg's life. <laughs> okay.
0: A gigantic 37 dick. I think we're up to 38 by now.
1: <laughs>
2: well, what I was going to mention is that Rachel and I went and saw Happy Time Murders, but it I'm not even going to suggest that in any way shape or form now (laughs) instead i have been getting caught up on castle rock that's a series that i peeped out a few weeks ago but i was a couple episodes behind and the episode that i watched i mean i want so much to binge watch this series but hulu is now doing their their releases once a week so you're not binge watching it and then at the end you're like oh i'm so sad that i can't watch more so i kind of like what they're doing now so uh the episode that i saw this week and i'm still actually one behind but it was an entire episode dedicated to Sissy Spacek's character. Mm-hmm. So it was her the entire hour and she was absolutely amazing and proved that she is still in the upper echelon of actors um, and deserves every accolade that she
1: gets. Have you finished Castle Rock? Did no, you finish it, it?
2: No, it's a series that they every every week they release another
4: episode.
1: Oh, aren't they up? To, oh, okay. I got you. So they're up to what, like five, five. Or six, five, five. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I want to catch up on that. I, I didn't have started that yet. Um, I, uh, are you done, Patrick? Yeah. I'm sorry. Done. I was just being rude. Are you done, Patrick? Um, God. So on Netflix, this, uh, n- a new Netflix original just dropped the other day, uh, last week. I guess when we go today called Ghoul. Has anybody no. seen it? No, you mentioned that. Heard of
2: it? You mentioned that.
1: Yeah. Really I was, it. was that?
3: I said you said it. And- yeah.
1: It's really interesting. It's only a three part. Series. There's only three episodes. They're each about forty-five minutes. I'm only through the first one because I have just had no time to uh, watch anymore. But really slow. Nothing like crazy action-wise has happened. It's dubbed, um, and it's dubbed really poorly, and it's really hard to understand what anybody is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so no subtitles, but is very, very poorly dubbed. So there's a That's kind of a thing. That's rough. <laughs> But it's really interesting. I'll probably finish it just because it is only three episodes, so there's not too much to get into. But yeah, Google on Netflix. Check it out if you can read lips. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, okay. There you go.
3: Yeah, go 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 ahead. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. Let's see. I've watched a couple Marvel movies. I know I'm really, really behind, but they're really hit or miss for me, so. A lot of times I just don't care. But um, I watched Infinity Wars and Doctor... No. Is that the last one?
0: The last one released was actually Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the
3: Wasp was the last one. Okay, which... The Avengers oh. one.
0: The Infinity, War <laughs> Infinity was Wars. Infinity okay, Wars.
3: I watched Infinity Wars <laughs> <laughs> and I watched Doctor Strange. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... I'm not a huge comic fan, so although like I did like Infinity Wars, I thought Thanos was fun. We have a lot of the same ideals.
0: (laughs) I think I need to leave this podcast. (laughs) I'm going to turn into dust here shortly.
3: (laughs) But yeah, I haven't watched anything exciting except my millions of years behind i think josh
2: is a million years behind on that yeah i'm I'm right there with you i
1: i've tried uh multiple times and i just cannot uh i just i don't fucking care i don't really care about anything marvel really (laughs) um i've seen some but when you watch them out of order it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on so yeah
3: yeah, I will say I like Marvel more than DC, because oh, I watched... sake. What was that? Sorry. Justice League. Justice League. Oh my God, I've never thought about killing myself more than mm. I was sitting there watching that movie, and I was like, how many ways can I just, like, sit here and choke myself? You, you know
2: there's is an issue awful. when Aquaman is the most interesting character. Yeah. Well, you cast Jason Momoa, and that's kind I'm, of a given. I know, but still, it's... I, I mean, to- DC needs to understand that...
3: DC needs to stop. <laughs> they're,
0: they're trying to catch up to Marvel, and they're trying to do it as fast as they possibly can, and they're screwing themselves by doing that.
2: Yeah. But I think they also wanted to play off the Darkness of Dark Knight series, and people don't want to see that with these other characters. So. Well, Ben
1: Affleck might not even be a part of it anymore. Yeah. So. Can you blame him? Well, he's in rehab. He's in right rehab. Now, so Oh. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> wow, I'm an asshole. <laughs> so... Uh, so, but I know, I know that they've been looking to recast him for a while anyway, though. Um, he wrote um, a new Batman script and they scrapped it mm-hmm. and wanted to rewrite it and recast him. So and I hope they do. now I got to
2: say, I don't think he was the worst
0: Batman.
1: He was Far Cry from the best Batman.
0: Right. I agree that with that. But, so. <laughs> Which is the best Batman to you? I'm just curious. Michael Keaton. Good, good answer. Good, good save. <laughs>
1: Cool. Um, so we have a topic for tonight.
0: I was
2: waiting for him to say George Clooney. No,
0: no.
1: Cameron Diaz. Uh, we have a topic for tonight, and Maddie came up with this topic, correct? Sure. It wasn't me. It yeah. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> me. So, Maddie, uh, you want to you wanna explain what we're, we're talking about tonight?
3: Uh, tonight we're talking about what our favorite movies are that are based on true events, and I'm taking that with a huge grain of salt because, I mean, Hostel has inspired by true events at the beginning of it or something so that is true i think that's open to interpretation well there's like
2: certain levels of based on true events because i mean there's actually true events Mm -hmm. and then there's true events that it's like very loosely based and then there's people that claim it to be true events but have never been verified Mm -hmm. right
1: so do everybody made a list right yeah everybody Mm -hmm. but myself did we all do five
2: I did I'd, four. I four? did I did more because I know that people are going to take people's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about
1: you, Greg?
0: I actually just added a fifth.
1: I remembered one. Okay, cool. Well, Patrick's got a shit ton apparently. No,
2: I'm going to let other people go because I I, okay. I could possibly take theirs. Well, okay.
3: though, Maddie, why don't you start? Okay, my first one is Grim Love, which is the um, movie that was based on that gentleman over in Germany who put a ad out on the internet to kill and eat someone. And somebody, um, somebody responded to it and came over and was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. And he was killed and eaten and it was all videotaped and that guy's in jail now. But yeah. Is it really? No, wait a minute. Is it
1: murder if you volunteer yourself? (laughs) That
3: was the thing. They, I love this movie because I think it raises a lot of ethical and legal questions Mm -hmm. because he was originally tried and I think only sentenced to eight years. But then I think they retried him, and he is in jail for life now. He's Hmm. also a vegetarian. Fun fact.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow.
2: It's either murder or you assisted suicide. Yeah. I was going to say, that's
0: very Kevorkian. Yeah.
3: Well, and they even have, they had, I think, a couple people that came forward after and said, yeah, I went over to his house, I responded to the ad, and then said, you know what, I don't really want to get killed and eaten, and he said, okay, and just let him go. So he's not like... I think that's the interesting part about this movie is there's no real bad guy. There's just this sick, sick man and yeah. an even sicker man that was like, yeah, they also. Uh, Who's the sicker man? I don't know. The guy who got <laughs> eaten. They also. Um, OK, so he goes over to his house He cuts this guy's junk off, sautés it, they sit there and eat it together, and the guy's like bleeding out. I love the looks on all your faces. So they're bleeding out, or the guy's bleeding out, and then he takes them to the back and uh, chops them up and eats him. And the only reason he got caught is because he stuck another ad on the internet. Mm -hmm. Tried to put his hand in the cookie jar twice, and apparently that wasn't okay.
1: So before he was eaten alive, he (laughs) ate his own dick. (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: yes <laughs> sorry i'm watching their responses or our looks i mean no that's, <laughs> i mean it's fine yes. i just
3: well the thing about cool. this guy is he's really like you can watch interviews with him and he's so soft-spoken and polite mm. and i i don't think he should be in jail i really don't because he's not a danger to anybody just get him off the internet he's just hungry yeah, he just has He's a just weird a, weird sexual I hear Cheetos
0: can crave your hunger. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, some beef jerky.
1: Cheetos can't eat its own penis, Greg. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: but there's multiple movies about this case. There's Diary of a Cannibal's really loosely based on it. Um there's an actual documentary called The Man Who Ate His Lover. There's, there's a ton of movies out there about this one. Interesting. It's,
0: so I, I have to uh, I have to confess, I did my homework like right before we started this podcast because I've had like minimal time to do really anything the last week or so, so I apologize for that. However, I did come across some that I have seen that I would like to tap into. So the first one that I have was Nightmare on Elm Street. And what's the
1: story behind Nightmare on Elm Street, Greg? I'm
0: glad you asked. Let me see if I can pull it up <laughs> on my phone because I figured that would come up. So... I, I came across a uh, a website here called Cosmopolitan.com. dot com. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Cosmo, yeah there's <laughs> love it. Uh, there, there's, uh, there a little snippet here states, The iconic baddie Freddy Krueger kills teenagers via their dreams in Wes Craven's franchise-launching film. Craven told Vulture that the idea stemmed from the article he read in the Los Angeles Times about a family of Cambodian refugees with a young son who reported awful nightmares. He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him, so he tried to stay awake for days at a time, said Craven. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought this crisis crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: And I'm going to add to that because that was on my list as well. Ha ha. Is that um, that was part of it. And as he was doing more research, uh, there were actual reports of older Asian men, mostly Laotians, Mm-hmm. that were screaming out in their sleep and then dying and it was actually there people were trying to figure out what it was and they actually labeled it the uh Asian death syndrome interesting that was just a little bit more that that he he went on to do just a little bit more research with that before you started writing the script
0: it's it's always interesting to come across those because you you hear like truth is stranger than fiction mm-hmm. but then you get into the horror side of it and you see something like this and you're just like what the f-?
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad that you had, when you read that, that you'd said, you know, Craven said blah, 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 because in doing some of this research, we use the internet as our research. And, of course, mm. the internet is always right. There's no yeah. <laughs> there's no fictional stuff out there. So I, I would Fake say anything news. that we say here, unless it's been verified, right. that everything we say can be taken with a grain of salt. So Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm going to go with Psycho. Okay. There's a guy that, well— and, and I may kill a couple of of Josh's here.
1: No, 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 you're good.
2: There's a by uh, there was a guy by the name of Ed Gine. He was called the Butcher of Plainfield, and he killed two women and uh, was found not only guilty but legally insane. And in his home, investigators found furniture and other appliances that were made of human skin and bones. And stuff like that. And he uh, not only admitted to killing these two women because they looked like his mother, but also for digging up graves and using the body parts for different things throughout the house, etc. He created a a skin that he could put on so he could walk around to be more like his mother. And a
3: nipple belt.
2: And a nipple belt. Yep, that was (laughs) part of it. There was furniture made of bones. He had a nipple belt. (laughs) it was pretty disgusting.
1: He also inspired the Texas Chainsaw Mass- Massacre, right? That is correct. Yeah,
2: okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was another one, uh, Silence of the Lambs. That's um, on mine. Yeah, the 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 what's his name? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. I wanted to say Billy the Kid and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> different story completely together. different. So yeah, this Ed Guy inspired actually a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just three that that are really popular. That's my first one.
1: Cool. Yeah, um, mine's not really – I just realized it's on the list, but it's not really a horror. It's more sci-fi, but whatever. I'll break the rule. I don't care. Fire in the Sky, uh, 1993. That, back that, in, can be, that could be argued as a yeah, as a horror film. I think back in the 80s, I think is when it happened. Uh, a guy named Travis – oh, no, nope. uh, 1975. So, boy, was I fucking wrong. Travis Walton alleges that he was captured by aliens. Mm-hmm and uh tested on had a bunch of tests done on him and then returned to earth and uh is basically fire in the sky is basically what happens to him after he's brought back and all the weird shit he goes through but fire in the sky i remember being like one of my favorite movies when i was a kid i really Mm -hmm. liked that that movie so
2: no I, I, i would list that as horror because i i could see how it could really freak the shit out of somebody
1: yeah, there's some really good imagery in that movie, mm-hmm.
0: too. So, yeah, Fire in the Sky. I'm, I'm, well, it might be true. And I will, I'm will. i going to coattail on that once Maddie goes, because I've got something very similar. Oh, no,
3: go ahead. You're- Are
0: you sure? Yeah. Okay. So, say Wang, Greg Wang, off of Fire in the Sky, was a movie that I actually got my wife to watch. A movie called The Fourth Kind.
3: I just mm-hmm. wrote that down, because you- I just remembered it. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Alien. I, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what, That's the yeah. fifth
0: one that I wrote down. They they come out with a disclaimer, at least the one that we watched, came out with a disclaimer at the beginning that everything that we saw was based on true events. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was a big controversy between was it actually true or are they saying that just to uh, heighten the suspense and the, the terror of what's going on. But I remember watching that movie and I was freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. What really got me was when they did the side by side of here's the actual movie and here's like real video footage of what's going on. And. That was I, I don't know what it was based off of, but like I said, it had the but I
2: thought it was really cool because the, the, the when they did the side by sides the the real version was not even real because that was filmed
0: by the production company as well. I didn't know that yeah, so everything in that was not real
2: no it was it was based on supposedly real facts, but they f- didn't have anything filmed of her interviews or anything like that okay they did the movie interviews side-by-side mm-hmm. side
0: to the fake-filmed, supposedly-real interviews. So it's almost like a biopic, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
3: Every time I watch that movie, I always like make a mental note, like, oh, go look this up to see how much of this is actually true. It's right. never happened. <laughs> <laughs> In the second I get up, I'm like, oh, what was I doing? But
2: Oh, yeah. No, that was one of them I said, oh, my God, I, I need to see these actual videos. And I mm-hmm. looked it up right away, and, and it's like, yeah, no, we filmed those. But, I mean they convinced me they were I mean, this, Yeah, they it's still mm-hmm. freaking, freaking terrifying. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So that was mine. Right. Return to you.
3: Okay. <laughs> My next one was hard candy. Um, I love that, I movie. Love love that, that movie. movie and it's, this is one that's really just kind of based off of a headline that the writer saw. Apparently over in Tokyo, there were some girls. He didn't really say how old, But they were chatting with men online and like promising sexual favors with young girls and they would come to the designated meeting spot and they were mugging them. So not Mm. anything as bad as why do we keep bringing up movies tonight where people are removing other people's junk? I'm really sorry, guys. (laughs) That's
0: all right. (laughs) Let me say more about you. Who was who was who was the male (laughs) who
2: was the male actor in that? It's uh, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Was that Patrick Wilson? why I can't watch
3: him anything anymore without thinking pedophile. Like, every time I see The Conjuring, I'm like, what are you doing with that Patrick Wilson and uh,
2: Ellen Page. Yeah, and Ellen Page was amazing in it. I mean, and and I know she was in her 20s when she did it, but she, I mean, she definitely passes as a a young teenager at that point.
1: I think that's a breakout role for her.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no,
3: that's a, Really good movie, especially having such a tiny cast, mm-hmm. sure. just those two people having to carry the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet.
4: Yeah.
2: And just the back and forth between the two of them. I never felt comfortable once yeah. in that no, movie. It's. Yeah. 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 All right.
3: Mix your own drinks, people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Who's up? You're up. Oh, You're I'm up. up. Okay. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. There was a, a person by the name of Sonny Bean. And he was a uh, head of a 48-member clan in Scotland during the 16th century that they executed and cannibalized or consumed over supposedly over 1,000 people mm. uh, from the villages around the area. They had this cave that they had dedicated to hanging out and killing people and eating them. And then eventually – I mean it's it's really interesting because since it was like – what did I say? It was the 15th century, 16th mm-hmm. century? Mm-hmm. Like the king of Scotland had to get involved with it to send out this group of people to find them and all this other stuff. It was and so it's been well documented on what actually happened with these people. So so yeah, he took the idea of of just this group of people out in the nomadic areas and whenever somebody comes by, let's just take them and eat, eat them. them.
3: Eat them.
1: Yep. I guess if you're hungry. My next one is uh, 1982's The Entity, um, which you cannot find anymore. It's hard to find this movie. Um, and between that movie and the Amityville horror, it's like two of the movies that like I just have the hardest time watching. Um, but the entity is uh, has Barbara Hershey in it and she plays a, a mother that is basically being tormented and sexually abused by an invisible demon. It's based off a case uh, where two paranormal uh, investigators worked at a place where they saw uh, moving objects and also the ghost was sexually abusing them. But The Entity, if you can find it, it's really, really, it's actually a really good movie. I Actually, saw um,
2: it, I saw it a while ago. And yeah, man,
1: it's it really hard good. to find now. Um, I can't find it anywhere anymore. So it's, um, yeah, that's the thing. So I like that movie.
3: The Entity. She had a flashback to when I worked at the haunted house and I got called a ghost slut. <laughs> Jesus.
4: <Those laughs> I, mean, I didn't ice. even know what that means.
3: I didn't either, but it was my favorite. <laughs> I mean, it's I can, your I can, favorite?
0: <laughs> I can understand slut ghost. Yeah. But not ghost slut. Is that a a ghost that decided to become a slut after... It's got to be. ...passing passing through? Yeah.
3: Apparently they exist because they were out raping people. (laughs) (laughs) My next one is The Exorcist. And I'm sure this just is kind of a blanket coverage to all Possession movies. I'm sure they were all based on the same few stories. But The Exorcist in particular was apparently... Um, based on a fourteen-year-old boy named Roland Doe, and he started acting weird. And his family moved across the country. Still, co- he was still being a little freak. So they got the Catholic Church involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, apparently he was totally mm-hmm. normal. But I think, as I said, I think that's a lot of possession movies.
0: Roland no. Doe. I like his name.
1: Roland. Roland. Doe. Roland. Roland. <laughs>
0: Um, next on my list was uh, 1982's Poltergeist. Just a quick snippet here from that that Cosmopolitan.com. Uh, I think like that you're
1: fighting your horror news at Cosmopolitan.
0: <laughs> right? That's I'm trying to shut up. <laughs> in poltergeist a family's home is invaded by ghosts that abduct one of their daughters the film was inspired by unexplained events such as loud popping noises and moved objects that occurred in 1958 at the herman's home in seaford new york and i think that kind of falls under the uh, the whole possession type thing again the blanket coverage of that I'm sure that happens more often than not. And this one just got picked up and made into a movie called Poltergeist. Mm -hmm.
2: And this is one that they also did have people come in and check it out and run all these tests and everything else. So there is documentation about not necessarily it actually happening, but them claiming that it happened.
3: Would you guys live in a haunted house?
2: Definitely. I did. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the exorcism of Emily Rose. There was a German woman by the name of Annalise Michael Michelle. I don't know how to pronounce German. So she underwent exorcisms, rites, and stuff shortly before her death. And when they went back and did physical stuff, testing and everything else, they basically just found out she was depressed and epileptic. How do you fuck up that and, much? <laughs> well, because as she was, as she was going through her depression and everything else, she developed this weird aversion to religious articles. So, like, Bibles and crosses and stuff like okay. that, she she just couldn't be around. So, okay. between the seizures and the depression and then this weird aversion, they just determined that she was possessed with a demon and then did the exorcisms, and they felt that's what led up to her death. Okay. Documented. That's an awesome one.
3: That was an interesting one, because, like, most of the movie was in a courtroom, which mm-hmm. you don't really <laughs> see unless <coughs> an episode of Law and Order, you know? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, my next one is, uh, the Amityville Horror. Um, I like these movies. Again, it goes right next to the entity. It's the the two movies that I have a really hard time kind of watching, but I really like them. But it's, it's based off the, the Lutz family that moved into a house in Amityville where a whole bunch of shit went down and can't remember how many days they lived there. 28. 28. But yeah, it wasn't very long and they got the fuck out Mm because it was terrifying. It also spawned The Conjuring, really, and The Conjuring franchise because of the Warrens and their involvement in uh, that case also. Mm-hmm. So um, the Warrens got to go cash their checks. So that's Ka-ching. it. There you go.
2: A little bit off topic, but still on the topic of Amityville. What do you think of the Ryan Reynolds version?
1: I can't. I, I actually know.
3: like that one. Oh, no.
1: It's uh, the, the, the original with um, – can't think of his name. It was James Rowland. James Rowland, yeah. Um, is, there's a lot of really terrifying moments mm-hmm. in that movie that just did not get captured in the 2005. Was right. it because you were expecting it or they just – It. You know, I don't think Ryan Reynolds really ran around with his shirt off enough.
2: This <laughs> That's, just, you that's know, really what I wanted. That was my uh, complaint. <laughs> my, my wife would agree with you on um, that. <laughs>
1: Oh, so what was the actual question, Patrick? Sorry. <laughs> I just asked what you
2: I just asked what you thought of the Ryan Reynolds version. It just it,
1: didn't so. it didn't catch any of the atmosphere that the original version had. So I it lost it it lost it in that.
2: There is a documentary, and I don't know if it's still on <clears throat> Netflix or not, with the youngest yep. son of it's the Lutz family. Yeah. But he is to this day convinced that that house was possessed. It's Mm. a really cool documentary. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's called My Amityville Horror. That's what it's called. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good.
3: I've got one more, and it's actually on my list of movies I want to watch. I haven't seen it yet, but it's based on my favorite serial killer, so I want to add it. Um, Mostly so I remember to watch it. But it's called Albert Fish and Sin I Found Salvation, and Albert Fish was a sick asshole. He was (laughs) absolutely insane he was a cannibal he was a sadomasochist he was he he was called the vampire of brooklyn in um he was active in the 1930s and i think he was only convicted of killing 10 people but he said the number was in the hundreds but he would Lure. Ch- he was an older man, and he would lure children away from their parents and torture and eat them. And I think the worst part was his first. Or oh, I think it was his first victim. But he wrote a letter to the mother and described how he ate this
0: Bah-ha-ha.
3: girl. Yeah. Wow. After he died, they found a bunch of like nails shoved into his groin. He was just nuts. Mm. Absolutely Ooh, nuts. That's and my I- Saturday
1: night.
3: <laughs> there you go, Josh. But I. I think anybody that made a movie about this guy should just be commended because that's sick shit. Wow. So that's my last one. I'll All leave it right. on a positive note as always.
1: <laughs> Everything is like eating your penis, knowing <laughs> your, things into your, your penis. It has to do with you know, know I'm just not going to talk the rest of the night. No, no, it's okay, Maddie. Just from now on,
0: if you're going to come with a theme,
1: stick <laughs> with the theme.
0: Yikes. Tough to, tough to follow that one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Patrick, you had actually taken one that I was going to mention was Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Um, I'll jump over to my next one here. And actually, my last one is the movie The Strangers. Writer-director Brian Bertino has said that the film was inspired by something that happened to him in childhood. As a kid, I lived in the house on the street in the middle of nowhere. One night while our parents were out, somebody knocked on the front door, and my little sister answered it, he said at the door were some people asking for somebody that didn't live there. We later found out that these people were knocking on doors in the area and if nobody was home, breaking into their houses. So, a little bit of the opposite of what actually happened in The Strangers, but still I think fairly terrifying. Yeah, no, that's... Sick shit that happens in real life. Yeah.
2: In another interview he also said he was inspired by the Manson family killings, Mm -hmm. as well as the uh, Keddie cabin murders. So there was some more influence of people just showing up and
0: Hacking and slashing. Yep. Hooray. What a time to be alive.
3: I don't know. This is a really cheerful cast. Right? (laughs) Yeah, it
0: really is. Sorry. So that was your last one? That was the last one that I
2: had. I I have a bunch listed, but I'm only going to do one more. The Sacrament. And this is based on Reverend Jim Jones and Jonestown. In the 1970s, Reverend Jim Jones had convinced his uh, people's temple to follow him to Guyana to set up a settlement there. And over the course of the time that he was there, of course, he was not convinced that the government was coming for them and everything else. And he convinced his entire following to commit mass suicide Mm -hmm. and this is where we get the term drinking the kool-aid because Mm. they just dropped cyanide into the The grape kool-aid and it was actually flavor aid not kool-aid kool-aid took a big hit because everybody (laughs) was saying kool-aid and people stopped buying kool-aid it was really bad but to this day largest mass suicide with over 900 victims jeez so yeah Fun cult stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have anything else, Josh? Um, I just. Greg took my last one, which is The Strangers. Sorry, which is buddy. T- no, that's totally cool. He, it's one of my favorite movies, but it's all right. You can have it, whatever. The fuck off. Um, so <laughs> no um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna sneak in 1997's Funny Games because I know it's loosely based off of a true story, but I don't know the actual story it's based off of. But I really like that movie. Naomi Watts and Tim Roth are in it. It's uh, it's a really great movie. I just don't know the truth it is based off of. So I'll sneak that one in for shits and giggles.
0: All right. Gits and shiggles.
1: Are we wrapped on uh, the topic?
4: Yeah, I
2: think there's many more out there if you're interested in it. Just do some research. I mean, because like I said, I probably still have about eight left on my list.
1: I mean, do you want to run through them really quick, Patrick? Or no? I'll, I'll
2: just name them. That's yeah, it's cool. Okay. But I had The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It was uh, in Texarkana, Texas. Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, based on Henry Lee Lucas. The Possession, with the, the Dybbuk in the Box, Dy- all the Conjuring series. He said, in <laughs> I said Dybbuk in a Box. Uh, I said dibbick in a Box. Scream was actually based on a Serial Killer. The Shining, people were claiming stuff at the Stanley Hotel, was going on. And then Wolf Creek was based on uh, the Backpack yep. Killer. Uh, so, Yeah.
1: Cool. Um, I think we gotta jump into our topic because we're running long tonight. Aren't we? Kind of. It seems like we're running long. Maybe not. Fuck me. Whatever. Uh, what do I know? Uh, let's talk about our, uh, our feature film that we watched. Again, suggested by Maddie, I believe. So I'm going to let her lead us into this.
3: I'm sure Greg's got, or you're Greg. I'm I sorry. Am. Hi. Hi. <laughs> It's been a long week, guys. <laughs> I'm sure Patrick has more about this than I do because he does his homework a lot better than me.
2: It's not necessarily that I do homework. I just make a bunch of notes as I'm watching the movie. I, I, it takes me longer to watch the movies because I constantly hit pause to write down notes or type in notes and stuff like that. So it's not have, necessarily homework.
1: Do you have deets on this movie, Patrick? Do you I details? do have deets yeah. on the
2: movie, that's for
1: sure. Let's do that first.
2: All right. Frankenstein's Army, released 2013, now streaming on Amazon Prime. Toward the end of World War II, Russian soldiers push into eastern Germany and stumble across a secret Nazi lab, one that has unearthed and begun experimenting with the journal of one Dr. Victor Frankenstein. The scientists have used the legendary Frankenstein's work to assemble an army of super soldiers stitched together from the body parts of their fallen comrades, a desperate Hitler's last ghastly ploy to escape defeat. IMDB rating, 5.3.
3: Oh, that's... Meta- than I thought than I it thought. would
2: be yeah Metascore forty nine Rotten Tomato critics sixty three percent Rotten Tomatoes audience forty percent there it is
3: that's that's <laughs> so still, still a little right. higher than expected
2: I for me it's it's I don't know for me that's hitting the right numbers
3: yeah and I say this this is one of my favorite movies and I'm still I will happily admit that it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Maddie, you'd seen this movie before, but you you let us down this deep, dark path anyway. Why?
3: I don't know. This is... I absolutely love this movie. I own it. I watch it quite often. I think it's kind of like the movie Silent Hill, which is also bad. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. the creatures in it are so cool. And I think it totally makes up for the entire movie. But I also love the aesthetic of this movie. I don't know why it looks like it was filmed with my phone. Mm -hmm. It's, but I like movies like that. I like that choppy. The
0: the gritty. Yeah, I like that
3: gritty mm -hmm. kind of look to a movie. I think it, I think it's fun. I, I think this movie could have been improved upon massively, (laughs) but overall, I just think it's so much fun.
0: I I'll, I'll kind of jump on that. I I one of the notes that I wrote was I really liked the the look of the film, the grays and the browns and the fact that it was kind of shot. I don't want to call it found footage because oh, it's really,
2: totally found footage. Yeah,
0: I had a tough time calling it found footage, even though that it probably was. It was it felt like it was more documentary style and it was just a weird balance in between the two mm-hmm. of them. But like very, very much shot like House's October built. Mm-hmm. I felt like. Um, but no, the look of the film was it just it gives it that realistic atmosphere and it mm-hmm. just gives it its its skin almost. And that, I think, was the best thing that the film had going for it. Everything else
2: had I started watching this movie with the idea in mind that that wasn't going to take itself seriously, even though I felt it tried to take itself seriously, I would have enjoyed it far more than what mm-hmm. I did. I knew it's going to have some pretty cool creatures in it because I'd seen some of the still images prior to watching it and I was really looking forward to to seeing those and some of uh, for the most part was not disappointed in any way shape or form on that however uh, there were so many things that bothered me about this movie and I was talking to Maddie prior to the podcast about this that I walked away from this movie not hating it but not loving it mm-hmm. and it's almost to me worth another look at just to see what I liked about it and what I didn't like about <laughs> it but I don't know if I can Josh shaking his head I don't know that I can put myself through it again.
3: To me, this movie is like a video game almost. Like it almost runs through, and like I feel like you're almost playing like some sort of like fucked up World War II video game. mm -hmm.
0: That's kind of what I thought. Kind of a mashup between like Resident Evil meets mm -hmm. Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, It's kind of as I said, it kind of has that Silent Hill kind Mm -hmm, of. I there, think was, the there, was a, there was there really was a there was a
2: first person shooter eons ago, and I'm dating myself. Uh, Castle Castle Wolfenstein, oh, I think, is what yeah. it was called. Mm-hmm. But didn't that have like World War II with Nazis and all sorts of stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I said was was I really feel that this is a first person shooter game mm-hmm. as I'm watching it, and I think it would relate really well in or transfer really well into a video game if oh, they yeah. want because the creatures are so darn inventive in this it, 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 I, I just think they're very unique and you I can door
3: see door. where their entire budget went yeah <laughs> yeah Josh I mean
1: had I started this movie about 40 minutes in I would have thought it was maybe a little bit better the first half of this movie is really fucking slow mm-hmm. yeah really slow it and was really rough. And really hard to really get poorly acted and, yeah. and barely worth staying for the back half really you might as well start the movie like I said 35 40 minutes in because that's where it at least kind of starts to pick up. I felt like it was like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of movie as far as, like, how you want to die. Uh, which sharp object would you like to be killed by?
0: Um, the guy with the lobster claws. Yeah. Go.
1: I mean, all the creatures were kind of cool. I think all the effects went into, or all the money went into, building those dumbass things. Um, but uh, I didn't like it. I didn't. I'll just be really honest with you. No, sure, I just it was a rough watch for me and i'd like to say it's because i was tired but that's just that's an excuse <laughs> it's not true and i might have dozed actually at one point and i woke up and i didn't know what the fuck was going on uh, which happens sometimes and i just refused to go back and watch what i missed so yeah i mean that's 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 my experience in a nutshell with Frankenstein's army
3: this movie is vastly improved with alcohol, so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have put that as a disclaimer. I was going to say,
0: maybe throw that out there before we watch it.
3: Okay, <laughs> well, let's just make a rule. Next time I suggest a movie, just start Get drinking. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just start drinking before.
0: <laughs> when di-
2: Now, this it was filmed in different areas. Part of it was in the U.S. Part of it was somewhere in Europe. And it always, it kind of drives me crazy. I I would have preferred that they were talking Russian and there were subtitles Mm -hmm. than talking because it was supposed to be, like Greg, you had said, a documentary Mm -hmm. because they're filming all this stuff that's going on in pursuit of finding uh, Dr. Frankenstein. So here's all these Russians speaking English with a Russian accent. And I know that's so that we Americans who don't speak any other language can understand what's going on, but it still kind of bothers me that they weren't speaking Russian with subtitles or something like that, which would have been much more effective. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where there was the Russian speaking to the Germans. So they were both speaking English in their accents. And it was that, that bothers me. And not just this movie, but any movie like that. It
0: kind of took you out of it because you'd almost expect this documentary style to have those subtitles. Yeah. And I think that would have enhanced the overall realisticness. And I say that very, very lightly. Of the movie, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I mean. To be fair, a lot of Germans do speak English, and I think a lot right. of.
2: Right, but 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 once again, it starts off as a documentary. Mm-hmm. So why would they be speaking English right. at all?
3: Well, I didn't even I didn't bother to look any of this up. <laughs> were any of the actors actually German or Russian, or were they all Americans? It with... was
2: a it was a mixed crew. Okay, because
3: yeah. I was going to say there was a couple that I was like, your accent is shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> On a technical aspect, the, the camera, not knowing the history of cameras, the camera that they were using, would that have any type of sound recording the audio capability?
1: audio in this movie.
2: Well, but what I'm saying is it had audio. I don't uh-huh. think cameras like that in 1940 had the capability to record sound. I don't think so. So they would have needed a sound person walking around with this guy. And I think documentary style stuff in wartime, they did use cameras and Audio. And audio yeah. as well. So that – and I don't think anybody that's not involved with making films would understand that. Mm-hmm. But that did bother me because
0: we do. And you almost have to take yourself a little bit out of it. I mean suspend no. disbelief. No. Or be like, I Patrick mean – can be a douchebag.
1: <laughs> did, explain something to me really quick because I might have missed it. Did, were they pissed at him? Did they – did he betray them? Yes. What did he do?
2: They were going there not knowing they were looking for – Frankenstein. They were just going in there. This guy knew where they were going. He was kind of getting them going in the right direction. And when the radio no longer worked, supposedly, yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was okay. guiding them. And then they found out that all this stuff was working and everything else. And then they found out that he was actually a lieutenant and not a corporal or whatever the hell he was. And that he was in charge was of them. The ranking mm-hmm. officer
0: after the one guy died. Yeah.
2: yeah. So he did
1: kind of betray them. Yes. I kinda missed some of that. It doesn't make it, the movie any better,
2: I'm just no, saying. Was, I, miss that. I I think it's easy to miss because you're not engaged with any of
1: these characters. No. I didn't give a shit about any of yeah. them. Yeah.
3: Now the one time I was really cheering for the Nazis, I'm like, come get these guys.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> My wife walked into that movie when I was watching it and was like, You guys are fucking disgusting. <laughs> There's a certain part in that movie where she was just like, This is Gross. Mm-hmm.
2: Was that where you're just picking at the brain?
1: It's where the, he's trading the two brains out. Yeah. And he's like, they will get along if we just put half his brain in this guy's body and half this brain in this guy's body and I'll, everybody will get along now. Yeah.
2: That uh, uh, didn't make any but,
3: fucking sense That's
2: so why I, 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 I said <laughs> 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 I made it out that the gore was more silly than it was effective sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, how long can they drag the one guy around with his entrails dragged? And then it's oh, just, yeah. just a camera following his intestines going down the
1: hallway or whatever it was. <laughs> and then why were they all when that spoiler, this is made back in what? 2014. OK, yeah. we're good. When that Victor Frankenstein, when that, he got shot at the end, why was that guy pissed?
2: They wanted him because Hitler needed him to create an army for not Hitler. Stalin wanted Victor Frankenstein to create an army for him. So oh, okay. he wanted that guy to be alive. Oh, uh, okay. What I couldn't understand is why he cut off his head.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
2: But I think it revolved to the end that, I don't know, because there was a, <laughs> there was the picture of Stalin standing next to the young guy that took the head, mm-hmm. and I,
3: uh, <laughs> I, I didn't take this movie as seriously as y'all apparently did. I just kind of was like, sweet, <laughs> demon Nazis running around. This is awesome. <laughs>
1: We broke this movie down too much apparently. Yeah, I really guess I just, did.
3: Yeah, I just took it for surface value. Did you guys yeah. like
2: the Blair Witch moment where the guys talking directly into the camera?
1: I must have missed that one too. And I don't <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember where that part was. so many good it's, it's moments after it's, it's, it's after
2: they threw him down the chute and he was on his own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just grabs a camera and he starts talking into it. And I, that's the first thing I thought of it was, was, Blair, it was Witch. Blair Witch, where she's apologizing.
0: I actually, I got a really, really big uh, Rob <laughs> Zombie feel from this movie. I don't know if anybody else kind of felt like that. I felt like a this was bit. very, very House of a Thousand Corpses,
4: mm-hmm.
0: especially when they got down into the, we'll call it the factory part, where they're walking through with the camera and all the things are like turning and like, oh, you shouldn't be down here. I'm going to come after you, but not very quickly. And. All that I don't know. I I got a very good, a very big zombie vibe out of that Rob Zombie vibe.
2: Okay, so the caretaker of the church. Okay, so they go into the church and they find those people. It's the caretaker. They shot him in the leg, and then eventually cut off his finger. Oh yeah. Well, that's Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah. Right. Okay. So when we get to the later part of the show, his finger is not missing.
0: He sewed it back on.
2: There's no scars. There's no, there's, I mean, Are sure? how could I'm you no, see no that stitches. clearly enough? I thought I, because, because I was looking for it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was looking for it.
0: He I, was,
2: he was limping around like he'd been shot. Yeah, I, I that, thought but, I caught
0: some stitches on his fingers. Oh, Cause I remember seeing him and I thought, oh, okay. He came back. That makes sense. Yeah. It's him. And oh, Hey, look at the fingers. Okay. Maybe there off. was stitches. They I couldn't just, afford I that makeup effect.
1: It. They put it all into the Frankenstein zombie guy, monster guys,
0: Frankenstein's army,
1: whatever. They couldn't afford those stitches. Uh has anybody else got any comments on this movie? Or uh, can we rate Can we rate this turd? Sorry, I mean, can we rate, can we rate this movie? Uh, no, no, no.
2: I'm so sorry. There's, there's <laughs> other things I just want to mention. Then let's go, go, Patrick. Yeah, we yeah, do The teddy bear robot. Yes. Character. Okay, and then he goes, did you see that one? The Probably wo- not. It's the woman's head stuck on this teddy bear. Oh, that was, yeah, that was great. Okay, and that made me laugh out loud. But if you looked at the trailer, it was listed as, uh, or not the trailer, you look at the, 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 the credits at the end, it was listed as something robot and Frankenstein's mom. It was like a slash, so that was his own mother that he had converted into a Ooh. teddy bear frickin'... But you have
1: to read the credits to know that.
2: Yeah.
3: See, and that's why I don't think they took this movie that, that seriously. That, that, that's is... why I think at
2: the end, I'm going, I think I needed to approach this movie with a different frame of mind. Sure. Yeah. I um, think
3: I honestly think it's fun. I think maybe in the beginning they were trying, but then I think they kind of Freddy versus Jason didn't I'm like, yeah. fuck
4: it! Let's
0: do it! Let's <laughs> we'll have some fun. <laughs>
2: yeah, who cares? So Dimitri was stuffed down the chute. He had his Blair Witch moment, okay, and then he's walking around, he's looking at things, and and he at one point, he goes walking through a room and there's a very obvious sound of a woman having sex.
1: Yeah, I heard that. That's the one thing I did catch. So Wait.
2: I thought that the next thing I was going to see was going to walk <laughs> into a room where there was like some zombified something, and something. But it never went back to it ever. I was going, why was that even thrown in there other than, you know, like for us to go, oh, I'm going to be interested for the next 10 minutes trying to see where the sex is going to happen. <laughs> right. But that was, yeah, that was really, really bizarre. They wanted that gritty look of the found footage at the very beginning because they were doing that choppy stuff with the lines and the grit and everything mm-hmm. else. And then after five minutes, that all went away. Mm. And then it was much clearer stuff. And that that's what took me out of that, that feeling of it was a documentary or anything like that. So my biggest question after all this crap that we talked about how would you feel if this movie was done as a real movie and not found, I don't want to say real movie because then I'm
0: cinematically instead of,
2: instead of found footage.
0: I I think we run into a very, I'm trying to remember what the name of the movie is. Oh, I, um, houses October Mm built. I I think you run into the same issue where you're not going to get the same effect. You, you almost have to go into this with a found footage point of view Mm. because you're not going to get the shots where the monsters are like, right on top of the camera and however many times that cameraman survived any sort of those encounters you're not going to get that you're going to get the third person view of i i see the monster attacking the person but i'm not really getting anything from it because it's not like it's coming right at me Mm -hmm. and i i think that it it helps it again i use help very lightly but i i don't know that you would get the same effect from this movie had it been shot cinematically
2: I just I, I think if it was shot cinematically, obviously the story would be different because you'd have to care about the characters that were coming into it. Right. Full knowing, here's a group of Russian military men coming in specifically for that reason of finding Doctor Frankenstein, and then building the tension of being chased by these by these creatures mm-hmm. instead of them just popping out and stuff like that. I mean, it would have been a completely different story, but for me, I think it would have been more effective than what this was. Once again, jumping back to the. Maybe I didn't prepare myself for what this movie was ahead of time. Sure. I don't know. That's, I th- that's my thoughts.
3: Yeah, I think it would take away if it, I don't know. I feel like this movie could have been done better, obviously. Mm. And, um, but I don't know. There was something about the kind of found footage that kind of made it what it was. Right. And I, as I said, I think it would kind of take away from that like video game feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think Greg has a point. Greg this time. Um, but I think he I think he's got a point where you have those monsters coming yeah. at the camera. And I think that I mean, it's not really scary, but I think it creates an effect. Yeah,
2: I think it's I think it's one of the, I, th- I think it was incredibly creative mm-hmm. that they were doing something very unique. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like it's one of those types of movies that if I had filmed this, it's a movie I would have been very proud of. Mm-hmm. But then sat back and wondered why other people didn't like it. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you put it, it,
0: all that energy and that creativity mm-hmm. and everything into that and you sit back and people are sitting here around a yeah. table and saying, oh, my God, this is a giant turd in a bucket. Yeah.
2: Now, did you guys happen to catch the trailers for those? The I other couldn't things? find them. They're on, it's on YouTube. Mm. So if you just look for the, what did I say? It was the worst case scenario okay. trailers. It's what they were working on prior to this movie, and those crashed and burned, and this is what came out of it. Okay. Have
1: these guys made anything else beyond this movie that anybody knows of? I couldn't tell you. No, no. idea? No. Okay. Don't know.
3: I wish I could have like seen, I don't know, an interview with this guy to see the spirit in which this movie was made, and I think it would have made a huge difference yeah. mm-hmm. on how it's perceived, because I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to make a really serious movie and I'm an <laughs> asshole, but like, <laughs> I think that would have made a huge difference is if, is he trying to be like, Hey, let's just have some fun with this. Or is he trying to mm-hmm. like, like this super serious Nazi yeah. movie and his
2: background was music videos.
3: Okay. I could see this is like a cradle of filth music yeah. video or something.
2: <laughs> so, uh, let's right, rate it. Right? Uh, what are the scare three? factor? Uh, two.
3: Yeah, it's not scary.
0: Goose egg.
2: Yeah. Nothing. I would say one or two. And then the second rating is gore factor.
0: Six. I give it a seven, seven and a half, just because you actually get to see him like the one scene, you see him peel the brains apart. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You get to see him cut the heads open. And that's I, I had to turn away a couple of times just because it was a little much for me, but I'd say seven and a half. Would it have gotten
1: an eight if he ate his own penis? <laughs>
2: if he had some Frankenstein peni? <laughs> I'm just
1: curious. Sorry. Matty.
3: Uh, it's it's not very high on the gore scale for me. Only like a four. See, for me, it's a,
2: for me, it's pretty low as well because I felt a lot of the gore was just silly as opposed to realistic. So I, I would give it a four.
0: So you're rating it based on its look versus how much is in the movie? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think it's a combination of both. For okay.
0: Me. Okay. Interesting.
2: Okay.
1: What? What, what else? What's the overall,
3: overall? And then the overall?
2: A two. And that means you'd recommend it to people. Great. Yes. <laughs>
3: I have already said this is one of my favorite uh, movies. I'll give it a seven or an eight.
0: <laughs> I give it a four.
2: I'm going to give it a five because I love the character or the creatures in this thing. It was all steampunk and everything else. And I, I went to their website and they had all the original drawings for it. And like the the mosquito robot was one of my favorites. I just I just thought it was super super creative. But I think it deserves to be a video game.
1: Yeah. You're going to force me to rewatch this dumbass movie. <laughs>
0: Just fast forward through the, the yeah, first, the first like, half like, an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: just just skip to the church scene and then go from there.
1: Cool, I'll do that. Maybe I'll stay awake this time. I missed a, a lot, apparently. You guys were talking about shit. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even see that part. So,
2: cool. Your brain just shut off.
1: <laughs> Let's do plugs. Should we do plugs? We can plug. Greg, start off the plugs.
0: Uh, 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 my name is Greg the Movie Guy, and I'm the best movie reviewer that you have never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin over at gregthemovieguy.com. Most recently, I dropped a movie that was a little older than I wanted it to be. That was Shrek. It makes me cry that that movie is almost 19 years old, but it is. So jump on over if you're looking for some good quality movie reviews to gregthemovieguy.com.
1: Hey, uh, you should uh, go check out the Prairie Lights Film Festival. I know I'm going to October 12th, 13th, and 14th in Grand Island, Nebraska, at the historic Grand Theater. Pretty good, uh, pretty good weekend. Super cheap weekend. Tons of films showing. Lots of uh, discounts and the free popcorn and the soda. It's a really good time. We've I've gone there the last few years. Greg's been there. Patrick's been there. We've. Many of you ever gone. Yeah, you should. Um, it's a good time. So, uh, yeah, October 12th, 13th, 14th. Check it out, uh, com. I think they're on Facebook also. And that's it for that plug.
3: Maddie, you got a plug? <laughs> yeah, I have one for Lincoln, Nebraska. Use your fucking blinkers, people. I live across town. From this basement that I'm in and not a single one of you motherfuckers used your blinker the entire time I was over coming over here.
0: I would like to loop Omaha into this same. Yeah, Omaha, Uh, Nebraska, you motherfuckers,
3: put your dick beaters on your steering wheel (laughs) and use your fucking blinker. I was I was actually
0: funny. You should bring that up. I was talking to my mom while I was driving home from work the other day, and I was having this same rant with her. She lives out in Southern California. And she thinks that the Southern Californians drive better than Nebraskans. And I wholeheartedly agree. Did yeah. you tell her to put her dick blinker on her? That did dick not come up. No. Because <laughs> uh, that would be my favorite
1: thing ever. Um, but, but,
2: Maddie, but, no, but, my, my but still not done. as bad as Florida.
1: No, uh, oh, yeah. Florida's are.
3: Well, those people are all like an inch away from death. They don't
1: care. <laughs> uh, Maddie, do you also want to tell us about Screenbox?
3: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> You guys, Screenbox is amazing. They use their blinker. If you, want, <laughs> <laughs> if you want all the horror you can handle, go over there. It's $4 a month. That is nothing. I know you guys have it. They add stuff all the time, and they're just fun to work with. We love them.
1: And you can get your first
0: week free.
1: First tri- week
3: absolutely free. Halloween's coming up, guys. Or you buy a
0: year for 35 bucks. Yeah. Super cheap. Yeah. Tons of stuff. That's five cups of coffee right there. If that's how much coffee costs. How much does coffee cost?
3: Five bucks? Expensive.
0: Okay. That's four cups of coffee then.
3: Yeah. Screenbox.com. Check them out. Yes.
1: Uh, Is that it?
2: No. Help us out. Make sure that you subscribe. Head on over to iTunes and rate and review us. You can also find us at Google Play, uh, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Send us some love. You can find the Frightcast on Twitter, at frightcast. Send us some messages. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us some ideas on what we can review, topics that we can discuss. Share, share, share. Post on your walls and tell your friends. You can also check us out on our website at MidnightFrightFilms.com.
1: Cool. Uh, then uh, for uh, the Doctor of Filmonomics, Patrick yeah. over here and Maddie. thanks for hanging out on the Midnight FrightCast. Till next time.
0: Don't be thick Flick your stick
3: Bye sluts
4: (laughs) I love it